When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. I got a great show for you today, a great guest. But uh, before we go there, uh, real quickly, if you're frustrated because uh, finding new money for your business because of your credit scores getting in the way, you're tired of ragging on your friends and ragging on your family, I've got a great solution for you, a brand new sponsor of the show. You can go to newprivatemoney.com, newprivatemoney.com, and there you can go ahead and submit your information. It's very non-intrusive, very easy. It's kind of like, I don't know, for lack of a better word, it's kind of like lending tree for, for real estate investors to where you submit your deals and then you have private investors all across the country actually compete for your business. I told you if you find the deal, it's easier to find the money next and rather than reversing that around. So check that out, newprivatemoney.com. All righty, so please help me welcome to the show, Mr. Zach Childers. Zach, welcome to the show. Yay, Zach! <laughs> 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 right. Welcome, Zach. Good to see you. I know we've been talking about this for like two years now. And I know, man. It really has been a little while, hasn't it? Um, totally. I don't think it's been two years, though. Let's like well, give some credit. Maybe let's a year. See. And a- we've been at two events now, so yeah. a year and three months, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, you're just well, the life I mean, of the party. Look, you're you're a busy that? guy doing your real mm-hmm. estate stuff and, and talking with influencers. I'm busy with real estate. I'm just happy we're here now, and um, hopefully I can bring some important or relevant value to anyone watching or listening to this. Very good. Let's do that. Because all I really know about you is uh, – been discovered at the bar with lots of drinks and dirty jokes. So, <laughs> bring me up to speed. Tell me a little bit about how uh, you got into real estate and up to the present day. Oh, man. Awesome. Um, it started a little over, well, over 16 years ago. Um, I, like everybody, I was in a a job that I didn't like. I was I was a territory developer. I went out and took a company that had part of the San Francisco Bay Area um, from Vallejo down to Livermore and that kind of area down in there that was doing about a half a million a year. And I got them all the way into six million a year. And um, I'll never forget, I walked in the boss's office and I said, hey, you know, how, how am I looking for a raise this year? And he said, well, Zach, you know what? I think you'll get approved for a 3% raise. Hmm. I went 3%. I said, how about you take me off salary and just pay me straight commission? And he said, oh, no, you'd make more than I make then. And that was kind of the turning point for me. Right. Really. I was like, look, I just took a territory from a half a million to $6 million in revenue for you guys. And you want to give me a 3% raise? 
that was when it hit me in the face that I wasn't in control of my financial destiny. Um, mm-hmm. It was a big hit for me. And I honestly, I lost steam. I didn't, I didn't want to go and, you know, grow this company anymore. I was making them rich and not me. And, and I was young back then. Um, They're talking 16 years ago. So I was like 24, 25. And um, I was just hungry. I wanted, I knew that I could get out and talk to people and, and I found a spot, but what really did it was I lost my steam because of that. And the sales manager sent all of us to this seminar called a get motivated. You might've heard of them. Mm -hmm. And I ended up going there and listening to Tom Hopkins talk about real estate investing. And for $99, I could go to his three day event and I jumped on it. And Mm -hmm. I call that three day event, my awakening. And I've never looked back six months after I got out of that three-day event. Um, I, you know, I got in there. I, I learned things I never knew was possible. I, didn't, I always thought you had to have a realtor and you had to have bank loans. I, you know, I wasn't educated on the creative side of things. And so that three-day awakening literally slapped me in the face. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, like, I can do this. You know, I didn't have great credit. I didn't have a bunch of money. But I knew I could start as a wholesaler, which is what they talked about. And so... I went to work, man. Matt, I mean, literally, I left there that day with a coach, training materials, you name it, I did it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I went home and I applied it. And six months later, I quit my job. And that year, I did just short of a million dollars in gross sales for the business and um, never looked back, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's how it happened, man. Um, I was just like most people, burned out, not being appreciated at my company and um, realized, well, if I could do this for this company, I could do it on my own. And um, it was scary. I'm not going to lie. I was scared. You know, you leave the, the, what we call the corporate shackles, right? Benefits, health insurance, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Like we've got you now, you know? So, and it was scary, but there again, um, I had a coach and, um, it just kept growing and I got other coaches after that. I mean, I've always had coaches and, um, and, and they kept developing me as I grew. And then I went from wholesaling to, man, we, we were doing virtual wholesaling 16 years ago. I I found out real quick, the power of leverage. And I was doing things back then that now seems to be the buzzword, the cool stuff now, right? It was like, I was already using dialers back then. I was, I, I had a house with a four bedroom house that I'd emptied out three bedrooms. I'd put lawn chair furniture in those rooms. And back then we were using a VoIP system called tomato vine way back in the day. People probably don't even know what it is today, but it was a VoIP system. It was one of the first VoIP systems that were out. And I had all these guys coming into my house on phones and I would give them each a market like, okay, you got Dayton, Ohio, you got Dallas, Texas. And I just had them on the phones dialing, which, you know, no one really taught me that, like how it's a big thing today. But I learned that coming from a sales background and, you know, our sales manager were like, get on the phone, dial. And I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to bring people in and have them dial for me too. And so we started wholesaling from California, we went across to Dayton, Ohio first. Then we went into Dallas, Oklahoma, St. Louis, Alabama, Mississippi. And we just grew this thing, man. And um, it was just, you know, and and the buzz got out, right? I I went to this one day, I went to the seminar to learn about website developments. Back then they were selling websites for like five grand a piece. I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Today people complain over $97. (laughs) It had like four pages. Yeah, exactly. And all everything was identical to everybody. Um, but 
the guy there was like, man, you do real estate. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I've been heavy into real estate. And he was like, man, you know, I need somebody to come in and help me coach some of my students. And I was like, really? And so that was how I went from investing not just in the Bay Area of California, but virtual investing, then I got the opportunity to go in and help other people. And so that was about 13, maybe 14 years ago. Um, I, was, I was about in for two years and then I got that opportunity. And I honestly, Matt, I fell in love with that. Like here was somebody that had signed up for a coaching program that was just as scared as I was when I got started, right? Like they were nervous. They were scared. They didn't know what to do either. And, um, I just felt like it was a blessing because now I knew how they felt because I'd felt that myself and I just started helping people and I helped this guy and his company and, and then I went out and helped other people do it too. And then, uh, and then I just went out on my own. So, um, and opened up my own education company, but, um, but I never stopped investing. And I want to be clear on that. <laughs> um, 10 years ago, I bought the local real estate investors association in my market and we've opened up a couple of other ones and, but I just stay in it, man. I stay in it. I I, um, I got four apartments I'm repositioning right now. I got four rehabs going right now. I mean, I'm I'm heavy in it. Um, but that's kind of the journey in a nutshell, honestly. I mean, I started off like everybody else in a career that was going nowhere, got introduced, believed in it, went forward, got a coach, and um, and the rest is history, man. Nice. Nice. Funny you said Tom Hopkins. I haven't heard that name in a really, really yeah, long time. I still got his cassette tapes in the other. Oh one. yeah, <laughs> cassette tapes. Yeah, I had wouldn't you? Both. Shouldn't you? Couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. The uh, that was a, my first introduction, even to just general personal development, like audio yeah. self education yeah. programs. I was selling a professional audio equipment. And our sales manager would have us sit in the back of the room or in the back room, the break room uh, every day. And he'd pop in a little, get this, Tom Hopkins VHS ah, cassette. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Now that sent me down a, gosh, that could be very much the beginning for me. It's funny that you brought that name up. Great. Um, yeah, he was the intro to me. Now, here's what I learned as I mm -hmm. got more into the education side. Tom Hopkins wasn't at the three-day event. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is still a, a model in existence today. Still a model that exists yeah. today. <laughs> Damon John does not show up to those events. <laughs> I, well, I came in like all excited to meet Tom and um and yeah. I was like, Where's Tom? They're like, Oh, he won't be here, but here's your instructor. I was like, Okay. <laughs> all right. Yep. Yep. Totally. Great. So um let's see, coaching and training and mentoring, quit job in six. Um okay, so let's talk about that. You made this transition yeah. from your job into full-time real estate investor. Yep. It um, took you about six months to go ahead and, and cut the ties, burn the bridges, so to speak, and make that transition. Right. Um, and you were very successful in your first year. Looking back, what would you have done differently? Kind of touch on why you think it worked for you when you were so successful and did yeah. such a high volume the first year. Mm -hmm. And if you were to look back, what would you do differently? Great two questions. So I like to say that uh, I got in during an era that we didn't have as many people 
um, seeking the same opportunities. Let's just be honest. Okay. You're talking 16 years ago. Uh, YouTube wasn't even a hit back then. Facebook wasn't really a hit back then. You know, like all the micro training that I like to talk about the three to eight minute clips on how to become X, Y, and Z just didn't exist. Right. Um, you had to search really hard to find companies that were training you or to have a coach. It just wasn't as available. So I think one that, helped me tremendously that I was willing to invest in myself and get that type of training uh, where others weren't and others just didn't even know it existed. So, so um, are, you, and are all, you saying that because you had, whoever had that drive to go seek that out essentially had yeah. a parallel drive to succeed in doing it? Absolutely. Okay, got it. Where now you think about it, it, you know, you pop on Facebook, there's somebody telling you how to get rich, right? Yep. We just didn't have that back then. You know what I mean? So it wasn't, you know, it, it, it just wasn't. And look, I, I think it's wonderful that everybody has an opportunity right now to, to find financial independence. I, I'm not taking that away from anything. I'm just saying, I think I didn't have as many people chasing the same deals as there are today. It was just a different era. And, you know, not everybody was being exposed to financial freedom through different trainings. And so, you know, when I was getting started 16 years ago, it was just a limited amount of people that were getting that message back then, where now millions and millions and millions of people are. So it is a little harder. And I'm going to leave this, Matt, because I say this to my students. I say this anytime, you know, somebody asks me point blank, is it easier now to get in real estate or was it easier then to get in real estate? I'm still going to say it was easier then. And here's why. There's more training available today Mm -hmm. everywhere. But I think that's also what is the hindrance on why so many people don't make success. Because see, when I got started, I had one guy teaching me. That was it. Mm -hmm. Like I followed him to the quicksand and threw it and out. Where today, I think there's so much micro information coming at people from all angles that it almost slows them down. It confuses them. They get, um, they get second guessing. They, they don't know, well, is so-and-so right or is so-and-so right? And a mentor of mine taught me a long time ago. He said, Zach, look, there's a million and one ways to make a million dollars in real estate. You just need one. You just need to find one and stick to it and find somebody and stick to that person. Where I think in today's world, that is a lost message. Honestly, I really think it is lost because it's like, oh, let me go to YouTube and watch 15 different people. Well, look, they could all be successful investors. Every one of them could, and they could have all gotten there in a different way. Mm-hmm. And so when the new person listens to one, two, then they start getting confused. Like, well, so-and-so said to do it this way. So-and-so said to do it this way. So, well, it's not that they're wrong. They all found their way to get there. You got to find your person and you got to follow that person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny to that. On my YouTube channel, I have plenty of people coming and telling me how I am wrong about things. I was like, well, yeah, I just right. did it yesterday. <laughs> like, right. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, I can identify with that. And, yeah, I true. A million I ways to make a million bucks. Um, sweet. Okay, so looking back, yep. what would you have done differently? So, good point. I think where I made a big mistake first starting out was mm-hmm. is that um, – I did not grow strategically. You know, I just got excited that I was onto something. I'd bring a person in, stick them on a phone, say, hey, look, here's the web. Here's a phone book. Yes, I said a phone book. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you call that market. That's your market. You call it, right? You find deals. You go. I remember the first time I ran onto Zillow. Like, it was like mind-blowing to me. I went and woke my wife up at the time at 1.30 in the morning. You're never going to believe this site I found. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, but, like it was mind blowing back then. But I just, I was too involved. Honestly, I didn't, you know, man, I was a high school dropout, man. I mean, I didn't go to business school. I didn't, you know, go to any type of college that designed me to learn how to grow or run a business. I just had drive. I had just tenacity, man. And I was going to do it. And even though that's great skill set to have, and it pushes you forward, I think on the downside, what that does is, is it puts you in the business and it makes you be in the business. And that's what happened. Um, I got very consumed in the business and, um, and I had to lie. It took me longer to build systems and processes to get out of it um, because that, that's how I went into it. Even though I had someone say to me, which I didn't understand it then, I do now, Zach, mm-hmm. build the business as if you were going to sell it. Build the business as if you were going to sell mm-hmm. it. And, and, and I, I can remember it till this day. I was sitting in his kitchen and he kept saying that to me. So cool. I just really didn't know what that meant back Mm -hmm. then, right? I was just like, what's he talking about? Like, I'm not going to sell this company, but it wasn't really even about selling it. It was about putting systems in place. So I didn't have to be there every day. Like now in my business today, like I might come in my office on a good week. I might be in here three days a week, you know, on an easy week, I might be in here two days a week. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I know better now. (laughs) Right. Right. Nice. Okay, so bring up the speed. Um, right now, your, your business obviously you're 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 helping other people do what you do, but yep. you're still doing it. So that's yes. interesting. Um, four apartments that you're repositioning and four rehabs. Let's look at the rehabs real quick. These are single yeah. family. Yes. Yeah, so our model. I mean, we st- we will still wholesale. Um, I just don't. That's not my primary model anymore. Like I started as a wholesaler because I didn't have any other option, honestly. Right. Um, so I started there. But you know, my main model now is cash flow. It's all it is. I do private lending too in my local market, Um, but we rehab to create capital and we just take that capital and go buy more cash flow deals. And um, Mm -hmm. that's our whole model. And then, um, and then my other model is, is just private lending locally. Um, So I do a lot of bridge funding just because I can charge a higher interest rate for it. (laughs) So I like that. Um, But yeah, we, we typically target single family flips that are our medium price range here in my market's about one two forty. Um mm-hmm. so we target houses that we can resell between one fifty and about two fifty. So that's our sweet spot because that's the majority of the buyer pool. That's where, you know, we have the lowest days on market, good school zones. It's just that's the sweet spot for our market. You start getting over three hundred thousand in my market in Alabama, you start to decrease your buyer pool incredibly, which means we have longer days on market. We have higher risk involved. Um, but that's kind of our target range. Um, uh, in my market, our average profits can range right now, right around $20,000 on, on those types of deals. We can get into bigger profits on the bigger deals. Um, it's just, I, I, I look, I'm in risk management, man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I am. Right. I'm a real estate investor. I'm constantly uh, managing where's the risk? You know, how long is the money going to be on the market? When can I get it back? When can I deploy it again? If I can deploy it two, three times a year, then I've made even a better investment. Uh, our minimum goal is to deploy the same capital twice a year um, just so we can get a double bump on that capital. Um, and then we buy um, apartments, small apartments, um, some medium sized apartments. Um, Right now, you know, there's a hot commodity right now in my market on fourplexes. And so, you know, we, we try to snatch those up as fast as possible. But um, my market is 
blown up over the last two years. Um, I don't know if yeah. you've seen it, Huntsville. No, I got a half a dozen properties in Birmingham, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Huntsville just became the second largest city in the state of Alabama, which we're proud of that. And if Birmingham keeps with its move-out rate at the rate it is, we will pass Birmingham in the next three years. Interesting. Yeah, we are on fire right now, man. <laughs> we got the Amazon move there, right? Well, we have Facebook, Amazon. We have automobile plants. Um, the FBI just... Yep. Uh, Toyota. Um, uh, We just built a brand new baseball stadium, amphitheater. We just got the uh, Boeing um, agreement. We also just pulled in Blue Origin came in. We also just got the uh, contract for the second main headquarter for the FBI. So they're moving in 13,000 families, um, uh, which is a huge bump. Again, I don't know if you remember about 10 years ago, we had BRAC, which was right around the same thing when they closed down all the military bases and they pushed them all here into Huntsville. It was Mm -hmm. about equivalent to what the FBI is bringing here right now too. Uh, It's just insane what's going on here, man. Look, our medium home price just five years ago it was 150,000. Now we're over 240. Um, fourplexes here, I used to buy for 60 to $90,000 are now selling for 160 to 180. Like it's insane. Rents used to be 350. Now they're 600. I mean, this market is, wait a minute. No, this market is horrible. Like we can't <laughs> yes. do any deals here. <laughs> I mean, people are going to watch this, man. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm sending text messages right now. Stop Birmingham. Go to Huntsville. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me stop for a minute. <laughs> I'm over bragging on my market. Um, but no, I'm proud of this market. I really am. Like, I came here. I moved back home from California about 10 years ago, and um, – it was tough here, man. I mean, it was. Prices were, su- I mean, you could pick up a house for $30,000, but it would rent for about three fifty. And now those same houses are selling for 90000 and they're renting for nine hundred. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, we're in a very, very great low market. And I know some people watching this are probably in, in a market that may be on the downturn already. I know there's 158 yeah. markets already turning. Um, we're we're still growing. Um, we, we just did a, we do a market analysis overview every month for my RIA members just in the area to keep them up to date with data. Mm-hmm. And our market grew, I think it was over 20% in just the last six to eight months here. I mean, it's insane what we're doing. Ridiculous. Yeah. I saw a really good meme the other day when you brought up fourplex. It said, you don't need a 401k, you need a fourplex. And I thought, that was, ain't that the truth? You don't have to wait till you're 59 and a half to benefit from it. Yep. No, I mean, look, I just bought two fourplexes. I paid $165,000 for both of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to collect somewhere around $4,400 a month off of them. Gross. Can't That's beat crazy. it, man. Can't no, beat it. Can't beat that at all. So beautiful. Okay, cool. Let's, let's go back into a little bit more of the details of the granular. Yes. Um, your rehabs, what's your best uh, lead generation method right now? So I'm a little different, okay? Um, uh, because I've been in this market for 10 years. I own three RIAs in this market. I have mm-hmm. tremendous depth with relationships with banks and property management company and all the wholesalers in town. So it's going to surprise you, but I might only spend about $1,500 to $2,000 a month in marketing. I do a little Facebook stuff, but the majority of my stuff comes from my network. Mm-hmm. And I know that for the new person watching this, that's not realistic, but 
Yep. That's the power of growing roots and getting to know your oh, community, you know? No. We're big, uh, big proponents of that over here. Like, you know, you can do direct mail, for example, to go fast, but you got to build them relationships to go far, right? That's right. And, and so uh, just to your point, so when the market isn't as hot as it is now, um, mm-hmm. I did do a lot of direct mail. I did a lot of direct mail. We did door knockers. I mean, we were out there beating. We were at the auction. But when the market started growing and all these wholesalers started coming into the market, um, I pulled back a lot of my marketing. And I just started hosting events for these wholesalers to come to so that I could get to know them all mm. and let them know, hey, look, I'm a buyer, man. Like, bring me your deals. Yep. You know, I just moved I to just Vegas went, about yeah. four months ago. I'm doing the exact same thing, my own meetup group for wholesalers. Yep. Yeah. I just um, said, look, I'm not going to compete with them. I'm just going to let them go get all the deals and, and bring them to me. So Exactly. Exactly. Nice. Okay. So that's another way to do it. There's a million ways to generate a million leads, right? That's right. <laughs> Sweet. So, okay. So for example, with your marketing, the phone does ring. Where does that go? So all of my, I have what's we're referred to as deal partners. Um, so all leads are in, and I do a round robin. So if a lead comes to me, I'll just spin it off to one of my deal partners. So um, my deal partners pretty much manage the entire projects. Okay. So I have, I've got several of them. So they manage the project. uh, They find deals. I find deals. um, I bring in the money. We split 50, 50 on everything. Mm -hmm. It's just because that goes back to lifestyle again. Right. Um, I just didn't want to be chasing contractors and be out on jobs. Look, I've got four rehabs going right now and I only know what one of them looks like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, It's just, I'm fine with that. Um, and so it goes to them. Now we're turning the corner next year. Um, I'm in the process of, of training an in-house acquisitions manager. Um, my real estate business is super simple, Matt. Uh, I wish my info business was as simple as my real estate business. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that the truth? <laughs> um, I really do. Um, but I have I have had years to just really understand what I wanted from my real estate business. And when I moved away from wholesaling, which I used to have an entire acquisitions team and disposition team, we didn't call on that back then. We just said they're dollars and they're sellers. Like you find them and you sell them. That's what we called them. The buzzwords came out, you know, when all the the guys turned it into a big business over the last six, seven, eight years. Um, But I got rid of all of that and I just kind of leaned more in on some of my coaching students. So I would have coaching students that were doing really good. They were listening, doing deals. And in my local market, I do local coaching. And I said, look, man, why don't we just work together? Why don't we build a partnership? I'll find deals. You find deals. I'll fund them. And we just split everything. But I don't want to have anything to do. Like, I don't want to be coming out to the job site. I don't want to be going to meet the seller. And that was the transition I took seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I got rid of all the in-house dollars and all of that and just went to deal partners. So now I just push all the leads to them and they handle everything from there. Um, but we are turning next year to do um, an, an in-house acquisitions manager just because I can see right now, like the deal partners are having a little bit of a hard time doing the phone calls and being on the job sites too. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to bring a guy in that's going to do all the lead intake the ones we evaluate that look good, then we'll have a preset for them to go meet the sellers. So that's kind of 2020 vision. Nothing big. I don't want to get anything crazy. Look, it's not about ego for me, man. Mm -hmm. Um, I I could care less how many dollars I have. Bottom line is, is 
Am I, am I available to coach my kids soccer? Am I available to go to their school and eat lunch? Do I have to be in the office every day? Like that's the bottom line for me. So, yep. Yep. I was just uh, speaking to a, a former student who they do a couple deals a month and they're full-time real estate investors. The husband was a, a delivery driver. He delivered bread and had to get up at three in the morning to do that. And, and she was a waitress and, you know, she was on her feet all day. They got two kids. It just adopted a new one and they both get to stay at home and spend all that time. And it's like, you don't have to go and, and make millions and millions of dollars. Like Instagram can seduce people into doing stuff like that, but it's really what the real estate gives you, right? It gives you that freedom. Well, yep. and it does. And here's the thing. You can make millions of dollars. You can and not be consumed with it. Yep. And I, I think we, and we were having this conversation earlier. I think we do it to ourselves because we think we have to have this big operation to brag about. And at the end of the day, is the bragging going to make you rich? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, it's not like I had a guy come to me the other day and he was like, well, I see everybody else posting pictures about the deals they're doing. Why aren't you posting pictures? I'm like, cause I don't have to, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't have to like, what am I going to go get in my car and run around to these projects and be like, Oh, Hey, look, there's a picture. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's irrelevant to me. What's relevant is, is all my cash flow. Like, am I building my net worth? Is my cash flow growing? Is my units growing? That's what's relevant to me, man. Yeah. Not the fake news on Facebook and Instagram, you know? So probably the, uh, you bring in an acquisition manager for next year. So you're making some adjustments. And so that brings it to a bigger picture. What do you see for, for the next year of real estate, say in general? Oh, good point. So I'm, I'm deep into what our market's doing. Um, I can only speak general generally or general, how do you say that word? I'm from Alabama. I'll make yep. one up in a minute. Generalism. <laughs> of the nation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But we are not seeing a downturn at all. Like Mm -hmm. I've met with several vice presidents of local banks and I've sat down with them and said, okay, what's the board saying? When you have your board meetings, what are they saying? Are they slow down on one to fours? What's the word? And they're all like, no, like we're wide open right now. And so that's where I keep my pulse on my local market. And so that's why I am going to say, all right, well, let's just gear up a little harder next year. You know, Um, I can't say that nationally though, because I have some students in some markets, man, it's like, it's nervous, you know, to, to give them the okay to go buy a $350,000 house to rehab it because they're already seeing a downturn. They're already seeing prices drop. They're already seeing days on market increase. You know, the number one indicator that I look for is inventory availability. You know, like we, we, here's the crazy part, Matt. In my market, our inventory availability fluctuates between 0.5 months to two months. That's where we hover. Right. There's markets out there that I've seen go from three to four to six months of inventory. That's dangerous for a flipper. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous because it's, it's price dropping and it's hold time. And so, you know, there again, I would tell anybody, um, if you really want to know what's going on in your market, talk to the banks. They're, they're the ones that will make the market slow down. They're going to tighten up their lending. They're going to pull back and that's where we're going to fill it. But in my market, everybody's go. I mean, look, our banks are even wanting to fund gas stations. Like they're like, bring me a gas station. I'm like, really? (laughs) For real? They're like, yeah. And here's another sign. They're heavy in new construction steel right now. Mm -hmm. Well, we know what happened 10, 12 years ago with new construction. It it was the domino effect that killed us all. Right. Um, And so banks are a little leery on that, but 
in my market, they're heavy on new construction. I was talking to a friend of mine out in Dallas and he said, you know, trying to get a new construction loan in Dallas right now is like almost impossible. Um, and I was like, oh, that means they're pulling back already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's in your future right now, Zach, that you're most excited about? Simplicity, brother. Simplicity. Simplicity. I am doing a big push next year for my YouTube channel. I'm kind of excited about that. Um, just kind of coming out with a little bit of a spin on some things. But uh, other than that, man, it's just buying bigger apartments, um, going after larger deals. Um, I, I mean, I, I buy some office space um, and some warehouses here and there. I, I think I'm going to pull back on warehouse right now. But um I think I'm still going to lean in on the bigger apartments. Um, so that's where I'm at. Bigger apartments. I'll still do some more rehab. Simplicity is the key for me for 2020, man. Simplicity, simplicity, simplicity. Um, that is my biggest drive for 2020 is not making things overcomplicated. Sweet. What's the, I found a Zach Childers with 10 subscribers. Is that you? Where are you at? <laughs> I'm on YouTube right now just looking real quick. Oh, that's definitely not me. (laughs) There's another one with one video. There's another one with one subscriber. What's the name of your YouTube channel? Zach Childress Reviews. Zach Childress Reviews. So we're, uh, we made it. There you are. Yeah. So we did really, for the last six, seven years, we only focused on Facebook, built that up to about 50,000 fans. Um, And so this year, I just want to focus on YouTube. We're actually shooting a new video right after this for our welcome video. And um, we're coming out with our Coffee with Closer show. And so it's just really about digging into deals. And um, I'm just going to spend a little bit more time on YouTube, hanging out over there and, and seeing what that community's like. Sweet. Yeah. So everybody go check out Zach, his uh, wealth of information, as you can tell already, and quite entertaining. So he should do really well on YouTube. He should be due. Yes. <laughs> I'm from Las Vegas now, so I don't talk too good either. <laughs> yeah. hey, I'll tell you this. If misspelled words bother you, you're going to cringe if you see something I picked. <laughs> awesome. And no one spells correctly. I mean, the, the whole texting uh, phenom has just messed everything. destroyed everybody's vocabulary and text and spelling. I got, um, a, I got a letter the other day from somebody. It was, no, this was a typed letter, okay? Uh-huh. And it was typed as if it was a text. P-P-L-T-Y. I'm like, are you kidding me right, right now? <laughs> I know it. Isn't it crazy? Uh, my, I, I've got an eight-year-old son, and he's just, that's how he, he writes now. Yes. BRB. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. That's, anyway. that's that generation, man. So Zach Childers. Reviews is the YouTube channel. Zach, if they wanted to find you anywhere else and get in touch, what would be the best way for them to do that? Um, uh, like I said, I'm leaning on YouTube. Um, I'm getting a little bit more involved in my Instagram account. It is Zach underscore Childress. That's our Instagram account, um, YouTube account. Um, our Facebook account, we do post a lot, is um, REI Success Academy, um, Zach Childress. REI Success Academy, Zach Childress. Childress. Yes, two S's. That's us, man. That's our social world. Um, I'm trying to get a little bit more hip and dig more into my Instagram. We do a lot of motivational posts, but um, we're starting to make some some clips and things to get some more content out there. I'm a content guy, man. Like I could sit and make content for hours and hours. <laughs> right. I, I just wish it paid better. <laughs> the content itself right awesome well zach it's been a pleasure i'm glad we finally connected and uh yeah, let's stay in touch and let's do it again soon lovely man i appreciate you having me on here and um i'm sure we'll see each other again man. fantastic Yo. take care bud.
yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Huh? Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.